This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, from the Premier Advisory Group. As always, my trusty co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited about today's show. I'll tell you that. We were talking about it before we went on, and wow, uh, we've got a great special guest, so I'm looking forward to that. But I've had a great week. It's been uh, The weather's been pretty good. I've been getting some things done outside, hanging out with the family. How about you? What's going on in your world, Bill? I know you're busy. Yeah, keeping real busy as always. Market's been doing fantastic, which we love. You know, we always are looking for um, the potential down uh, strokes, you know, and, and and mitigating risk. And that's really important. Obviously, working with a lot of our retirement clients, uh, risk is uh, you lessen and lessen that. But you also want to take uh, opportunities right when they come along and making sure that we can take advantage of those. Um, it's really important. We're in exciting times. We're in election year. A lot of craziness going on. Corona nation. Big tech and football. I mean, geez, so we got all kinds of fun stuff happening. But today we have a, a really special guest. I uh, I grew up a little bit with this guest uh, here in Omaha, went to high school with him, uh, had a lot of fun together. I mean, we didn't have that much fun in high school, but we probably had the most fun of anybody else, right? Yeah, I mean, don't give away too much, Bill. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Uh, so my the, my guest speaker today, uh, or Tony, I should say our guest speaker today, is uh, none other than the Jeff Peterson of Omaha Track, president of Omaha Track, right here in Omaha, a company founded, founded right here in Omaha, Jeff? Yeah, it was founded in Omaha, 84th and F. Right, so right here we have, again, Jeff Peterson, Omaha Track, they do a ton with, uh, they're railroaders, that's what they are, they're railroaders, and actually one of my neighbor's daughter, I'm going to say, kind of dates one of your employees oh uh michael oh okay michael. yeah he's a great guy yeah so and i say kind of dates because i don't know i'm gonna get in they're, big they're, trouble they're, on that one they're young and you know that's how it works yeah absolutely so jeff welcome to the show how are you man uh, i'm fabulous thanks for having me it's really kind of a neat opportunity i just ain't really my normal day-to-day activities. It's kind of cool. A little different, huh? You know, and that's what makes it so exciting. I actually agree with you on that because it's really not my normal day-to-day activities. It's not like I'm Rosie or Saddle and I are on every day, right? I mean, that that's a lot of fun, but I get to be on once a week. So my normal day to day is here in the office, working with clients, um, helping manage their money, uh, going through all that. And here at the Premier Advisory Group, we are a fiduciary. We really, truly try to uh, quarterback the situation, try to make sure that everybody is in line, um, whether it's, uh, you know, you're going into retirement or you're 20 or 30 years away from retirement. 
The bottom line is you always want to be planning. Do you have the proper legal documents? Do you have a will? Do you have a trust? You know, how's everything going there? Do you have your powers of attorney? How are your, who's doing your taxes and how does it all tie into your finances? And do you have a plan? Uh, What are your goals? How much money do you need to spend in retirement? I said a mouthful there, but this is stuff that's all super important. That's what we do. And the, the reason today that we have, that we brought Jeff in is twofold. One, I get to hang out with you, which is fantastic. And Jeff's helped me out recently with a with a little project, and I super appreciate that. And and he has a wife and two beautiful kids, and and um, things are rocking and rolling. But it's but it's never been easy, right? And no, it's it's a work. lot of hard work, hard work. And you've been in this industry for for twenty two years now, right? Yeah. Well, my whole life, in in a sense, but I've actually been working for the company for twenty two years. So tell us a little bit about Omaha Track. So Omaha track started out as a little yard on 84th and F they started out with, and they were called the tie yard of Omaha back then. And there's probably people listening that remember that's where they got their ties back in the day for their retaining walls. And so we, we started out selling railroad ties for retaining walls in 1983. Basically my father started the company with a pickup truck and a, like a little office trailer in this yard of ties. He bought this place kind of on a fluke. Uh, he was in the bar business prior to that. Here, and, here in Nebraska? And here in Nebraska. So Kearney native. I was born in Kearney. Oh, wow. Um, he, he owned a bunch of bars and stuff in central Nebraska, Grand Island, North Platte, Kearney. Um, he retired from the bar business. Um, basically, we went, lived in steamboat for a year. He thought he was going to be a ski bum. Figured out that skiing all the time isn't isn't the greatest thing in the world. It sounded like fun. So then he moved back to Omaha looking for another bar deal. Somehow he got involved in this tie yard. And they... Uh, him and another guy were out counting ties one night trying to figure out the valuation of this company. And, uh, so he took that deal. He, he got it going, bought the, bought the little tie yard from this guy, started selling ties, um, trying to source new ties. He was always getting middled. He didn't like the middleman deal. He wanted to go direct. Um, so then, he went out and started bidding on abandoned railroad track. Is it was, before or after that act? The Staggerts Act. So the Staggerts Act passed in 1983. It was basically the deregulation of the railroad. Um, the railroads had were bound by law to operate certain lines prior to the Staggerts Act because of uh, national need or some some deal like that so what did you really want to say there <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Jeff, and, jeffrey is filtering himself today yeah you know <laughs> I, I grew up working on the railroad and working with truck drivers and in heavy industry so i have a tendency to be a little more colorful in my speaking so uh the things i'm saying there's usually expletives that are coming out that i gotta i gotta really think about so 
This is a true patriot here, folks, by the way. So a true railroader. I actually call him a uh, uh, sheriff. He reminds me of Sheriff uh, Longmire, actually, out of Wyoming. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is the other day we were uh, running through his yard. He was giving me a little tour and uh, and, and I could see it, man. I thought I, I thought I was like following a Bronco with Sheriff on the back for a little bit. But it's actually another Ford pickup. Anyway, I didn't mean to interject no, your no, story you, there. You gotta, you gotta have a little authority if you're gonna run an operation like mine. The people that <laughs> are, are are great people that work for us, but they are true blue collar, hard working, tough guys. You know, so you can't go into something like that and be timid or, or you know, yep. not not make decisions quickly and and decisively you know you got to be you know really a strong figure yeah um and you know i grew up in this business and i had a lot of mentors older older gentlemen that were tough and you know kind of throwbacks you know we you don't find a lot of guys like this in the world nowadays you know they're all wearing pajamas and <laughs> drink drinking coffee on an obama ads and things like that <laughs> Needless, needless to say, <laughs> it's a different world. I, I had the opportunity to be um, raised by some really hard, dynamic men. Yeah, and it was really a good opportunity for me. And and then you guys built this. So so let's go back. So we're back in the the act passes. Yeah. your dad was able to start uh, bidding on abandoned railways. Yeah, so the Staggerts Act, they got the railroads were shedding non-performing assets, which basically means all the track that um, no longer had enough customers on it to justify the uh, capital investment or even the operational cost to run the track. So the railroad started bidding or shedding these unused railroad lines and companies like mine would go bid and say, we'll give you X amount of dollars for this 30 mile track. And whoever won the bid got to then go tear it out. And there was certain stipulations that went along with that, but we would take all that material in that track and then we would do what we do. And originally we went after the ties and the rail and the, the attachments and all the other things were kind of a byproduct of what we were after because we wanted to sell ties because Omaha had a thirst for railroad ties. If for landscaping look, projects. If you look around, I mean, just right over here at Menards, that yep. great big tie wall, I mean, there's 50,000 ties in there. Really? Yeah. Wow. And we sold those guys, those, and oh my all, gosh. These, all these walls around Omaha. Right. You know, and that's been, you know, 30 years ago, we were selling a lot of ties. We were selling, you know, half a million ties sometimes a year in Omaha. So this deregulation not only allowed the government to actually not have to maintain these tracks anymore. The legally. railroads. The railroads, railroads, I'm are sorry. Private. Right. Okay. So, but yeah, so the railroads were in decline okay. prior to this. They had a lot of trouble because the government told them they had to service these lines and they didn't make any money. Yep. You know, there was not as many customers. They'd, um, the railroad model had changed. They were trying to do more uh, sh shuttle, tra bigger trains, less um, switching, and they wanted to move freight. They didn't want to switch customers. And 
so anyway, so all that happened. We did abandoned track up into the mid nineties. We still do a little now, but sooner or later that track ran out there. Right. You know, there was only so much of that. And, uh, so we started then contracting direct with the railroads to pick up the rail that gets worn out in their main line track now. So they have, they have all their main lines basically that are moving a lot of trains. That's infrastructure wears out just like a road would or whatever. Sure. And all those components then get replaced. We come in with certain, um, specialized equipment that can retrieve this material from on track. So we're driving on track with trucks and all this crazy stuff and picking up all this material, taking it. Dismantling these tracks really, right? Yeah. Or, in a sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so folks, I mean, you think about this and the way you explained it to me the other day, and we were talking um, earlier uh, to Bill Kaiser actually before the show about how all this works as well. But as the as the train moves along, the track actually wears down a little bit. Yeah, it wears right? down. It almost like it shaves off or wears down, whatever you want to call it in my, yeah, yeah. my layman's terms yeah. here. Um, but then Jeff has all this track and all these yards around the country, the multiple yeah. yards, all this land that has these that, that have different specs on them. Right? Well, yeah. So we take the rail to these yards and we yep. classify it. So some of the rails still in good enough condition that we can make new railroad track out of it uh, out of for like industrial purposes mostly so it's not really a mainline piece of rail anymore but it's perfectly suited for an industrial application or um numerous you know transloading yards things like that sure um but then some of that rail we we classify back to the railroad so they can plug it into their mainline track because as Bill said, the track wears out. Well, you can't put a new piece of rail into a worn out section of track because it won't match. So they, we take the used rail that we get and we spec it to then, and we, and it's got a bunch of different classifications. Then the railroad basically buys it back or repurchases it and they use it to plug into sections of track that have some sort of defect in it. So they need to replace this little bit of defect in the track. They use this plug rail because it matches the wear characteristics of the existing track. And we do some of that and there's, there's all sorts of crazy stuff. We code, we do a lot of, we do a lot of railroad ties. We process four and a half, five million, used railroad ties a year. Wow. So, and they are the same kind of deal. We reclassify those. Some use on landscaping, um, but a lot of them get chipped up and burned in power plants. Wow. So provide energy, provide energy. Yeah. Well, it's amazing. So you're like a multifaceted industry really. And you, and you have about 200, 250 employees. We have, Facilities in Nevada, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, Wisconsin, Colorado, and multiple facilities doing multiple things. Yeah. And I mean, a big one over in, you said by Reno? 
Was yeah, that? Yeah, Hazen. Yeah. They they process about a million ties a year. A million ties just out of Hazen, Nevada. Yeah, yeah. it's wow. right out by side of Reno. It's it is a gem of a place, Bill. You got to see it. It's beautiful. <laughs> out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, out in the middle of the I desert. Bet. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. gave us that that property rather rather decently. <laughs> There's a lot of desert land out there. A lot of desert there? out there. I mean, so you know, you think about it, and you've you've built this business. Your your dad started uh, in 1983. Stumbled upon this this business really by accident yeah thought they were going to sell railroad ties to uh to landscaping people and then just probably call it right yeah. kind of get rid of the inventory or make a few bucks and go we'll, buy a bar somewhere start over doing the bar business but there yeah. was such a demand and it was it had it and, and it grew was, from really one or two employees right yeah two, two people two people to 250 people yeah. and then not only 250 employees but 250 employees that have families yeah you know and so at the end of the day these people are you know they're out they're probably working you know the railroaders yeah i mean these people are out there taking apart track they're they're away from their families they're yeah. working hard um and and your dad also on the other side of the coin is you know working hard trying to keep it all together you have you know over his time since 1983 you know, whether or not you call them pandemics or you call them whatever, there's always crisis that happens. Right. And there's always something. And to be able to prepare for that and financially prepare for that and make sure that you can keep it all together and continue to make payroll, continue to feed your own family and then all these other people's and manage all these different businesses. And then this is the the ebbs and flows of industry, really. And then and then the pass down. So you know, because you were for quite a while uh, chief operations, yeah, right? COO for last five years, but okay. I started out driving trucks and yep. running equipment and swinging sledgehammers. So he didn't put you in the executive suite right oh, off the bat. No, I, I, yep. I. I earned it the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's no joke too. And, you know, Jeff was talking to me, you know, a little bit ago, you know, what do we do? What do we do here for people and how do we help them? And, you know, and what we do once again is try to make sure that people are simply on track and, and that's incredibly important. And that's what we do here is we get you to do it. I don't know how many clients I've had come in here that say, Hey, if it wasn't for your radio program, I would have never met with, you know, the estate planning attorneys to get my stuff done, you know, and it's like, well, that's great. I'm glad I'm pushing people. We're always procrastinating. We always put off until tomorrow what should have been done yesterday. Um, And it's just I don't know if it's the American way or it's just the human nature, probably human nature of people just procrastinate. Right. And 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 but but that's okay. Don't dwell on the past. Don't think that, oh, my gosh, I haven't done it, so I never can do it. And, And it's never too late. But I will also tell you, we have a lot of younger listeners. It's never too early. Yeah. You know, right, Jeff? So, you know, I'm just turning 40 this year. I got a, I've, I've got some wealth that I've managed to put, you know, I got a pretty good healthy 401k and, you know, I got some investments. So what, what is it that Premier could do for somebody like me? Yeah, well, great question, Jeff. So what we can do is we're going to make sure that we provide direction to it. You know, and, you know, Jeff, you're going to say, hey, I'm 40 years old right now, but, you know, I want to retire at this age, whatever age that may be. I got two young kids. Two I just young got, kids. you know, I want to put some money away for college, things like that. 
Yeah, and so we directionalize everything and we make sure that we separate out and make it a multifaceted plan that has flexibility because you don't know what your girls are going to want to do, right? But you want to well, be always there to support them. One of them's going to be them. a race car driver. I already figured Ra- it out. Okay, a race car driver and a railroader, yeah. right? The two yeah. girls. Yeah, yeah. One, one's going to be Dagny Taggart and the other one's going to be Dana Kilpatrick. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. You know, so so we just provide direction to it. And I make sure, Jeff, that you have your your trust or your wills taken care of and your powers of attorney and make sure everything is buttoned up so you can do what you want to do instead of worrying about all that other stuff. And what are we doing right now? Well, we like to stay in the U.S. We do like our dividend payers. You know, I like our dividend payers. We like our blue chip stocks. Um, we try to stay out of the international waters. Um, we, we do some, of course, but but not a whole lot because everybody in the world wants to come to America to invest. Right. And if we can continue this train going like that, yeah. if we can continue this going, then then everything works out. So so we, everybody is different. You and I might want to retire at completely different times, but we're the same age. Right. And I have three kids. You have two kids and you might want to go here or there. Everything is going to be different. And so the bottom line is one size doesn't fit all. No. Right. Um, so, you know, and another thing is Jeff's uh, Jeff's company is always hiring. They're always uh, uh, needing people. So make sure at OmahaTrack.com you can kind of take a look at uh, what Jeff Peterson and, and his dad, Terry, right, what they've built over all these years and and maybe how you can help or how they can help you. I think it's really exciting. Uh, we'll get, can we give Michael a shout out? Okay. So yeah, Michael, yeah. who's been a, a, a member of our circle here in Omaha or cul-de-sac for, for Corona nation as the girls next door. Um, the, uh, Hutnick Kaiser girls were, were home for a while. And, uh, and Michael's one of the good friends of, uh, of them. So, and so I, we got to see Michael and he's a fantastic young talent. I mean, I can't say enough good things about how he, he started out as an intern for us and he's, He's um, now working full time and he's doing a great job. He's he's just a really dynamic young man and we're we're blessed to have him. Well, well, don't get a big head on you, Michael, yeah. if you're listening to this. But but there you go. There's some strong accolades from the uh, president of Omaha Track, Jeff Peterson. Another shout out, um, uh, Rusty Nail Pub. Patronize, patronize them, the Rusty Nail over on about 140th or 142nd. Right, and Pacific from Miller North there. Yeah, there you go. They went through the fire. The fire knocked them out. They dealt with insurance companies. What a nightmare. Uh, James is the owner's name. James is fantastic. We like to go in there every once in a while. Um, and then they had Corona Nation pop up, so they had to close down. They are back. They are better than ever. They've been open during this time, and it's a lot of fun. You can play Keno there. So sm- support your local small businesses really, really and important. And Rusty Nail's been there for like 30 years, haven't they? Yes. I mean, they've been there forever. I grew yep. up in Harvey Oaks, and yep. I remember being there when I was a kid, and that was 30 some odd years ago. I remember going to buy cheeseburgers with extra change I had when a little kid. I grew up like a block away yeah, actually yeah, from I there. I remember where you lived. Uh, September 10th, seminars at Champions. So coming this Thursday, you still time to register. We can uh, uh, still take you, which is fantastic. Uh, dinner is on me, and you get to listen to your truly here talk to you about finance and, and your money. 
Um, and, you know, let's just hang in there, everybody. Create that plan. Give us a call here at the Premier Advisory Group, 402-557-6730. Again, 402-557-6730. Or you can always go to our website at bigomoney.com. That is bigomoney.com. Jeff, thank you so much for being on with us. Hey, my pleasure. A lot of fun, Bill. Absolutely, Tony, and thank you. And we'll see everybody next week. Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.